Don't forget about our NFL pregame show, or should I say shows. Four and a half hours of coverage starting Sunday morning at 7 o'clock, 7 to 9.30 a.m. Are you going to be a part of that or no? Nope. Ryan's got it this week. All right. Ryan Porth and? Calvin Smith. Calvin Smith. 7 to 9.30 a.m., followed by the show that's shifting. Actually, Max thinks he's doing it. So there you go. Okay. What's that in the copy? That's what I was asking. Uh, George Jones downtown on 2nd Avenue, where our coverage will be from 9.30 until 11.30. That will be Nick Kale, Floyd Reese, and Forever Titan, Chris Sanders, taking you all the way up until kickoff in Charlotte, Carolina Panthers, and Titans NFL pregame show is brought to you by Wholesale Link, powered by RumbleOn.com, Kubota Tractors, Middle Tennessee Kubota Dealers, and Boomba's Craft Pizza and Tap House. I thought uh, G Pander nailed it. G Pander 78 says, DMAC, what are you talking about? Chase would put the money in a Preds gift bag, stick it under his desk, and forget about it for the next two years. It's very true. That was, that was, that was good. That was good. Well done. Uh, Caleb, or at Loyal Legion 615, says, uh, I would buy stock in the Predators and keep a pedal tavern on the ice forever. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, let's head over to the facility. Jeffrey Simmons is on the line with us. Big Jeff, how you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Doing fantastic on this uh, rainy Wednesday. So you've got two games under your belt. You're 2-0 and in your NFL career. Things aren't bad, are they? Not so bad. Got a lot of work to do. You know, we just gotta um, keep building, keep working, and try to keep this um, this winning thing going. You know, it feels great to win, especially as a team. Um, so we just gotta keep it going. Jeffrey, we had Wesley Woodyard on last week, and I asked about you know, basically all of us having to admit when we first heard that you know they weren't even you know that they they were it was gonna be sooner rather than later with you. I think we all kind of went really. And then to see you get out there in that spot and, and everybody's like, okay, what can you really expect in this spot? It's going to take time. Kind of Rashawn Evans went through this last year. And for you to have the impact that you did, I mean, it blew us away. So the question is, is that what you expected? I mean, did you? how did you feel going into this spot and what were your expectations for yourself? I mean, I was just the whole time, you know, um, that when I finally got on the predator, you know, I felt good, you know. You know, I went to um, Coach Ray and them that weekend, just like, you know, I feel good, I'm healthy, so I'm just ready to go. And, you know, once I got out there, you know, as my mindset is, you know, when I'm on the field, you know, I'm not thinking about my knee, you know, I'm thinking about just playing football. You know, my my position, you know, you have to, you know, whoop the man up, um, that line up across from you. So, you know, that was my mindset, you know, the whole time, not thinking about, you know, trying to do too much, just playing football and, you know, that just what I did. You know, I just felt like you know, I was doing my job and just going from there. So, I'm sure you've been a part of goal line stands before, but one that may not have been bigger than that one two weeks ago against the Chargers in your first NFL game. Uh, it was a game changer. It saved the game for you guys. How how big was that goal line stand for you and your teammates? It was big, you know, um, especially the way that game was going. You know, it was a close game. You know, it was a great team that we were playing against, and, you know, we knew that, you know, they was going to keep trying to run the ball at us. So, you know, us being um, a great defense that, you know, we have, have a great defense here, you know, just not, you know, bagging down. We, I said we're going to defend every inch of grass, and, you know, that's what we did. And, 
you know, we came up with a great stop. You know, D-line did their job. Linebacker did their job. Secondary did their job. So, I mean, everybody played a big part in that. This is the first time we've had a chance to talk to you. And I remember when the Titans drafted you and we had Joe Moorhead on the show. We had Bob Shoup on the show. We had guys who covered Mississippi Stadium. And we talked to a lot of people that have been around you. And i got to be honest, the message was consistent. It was the same with everybody. Everybody just praised the type of player you are, the type of person that you are, what you bring to the table. So I guess the question I have for you, since, like I said, we haven't talked to you before, is where did that come from? I mean, it's totally with Dan, you know. Um, I, just, I, I know for sure, you know, I come from a great um, background. My mom, you know, um, single parent that raised, you know, five kids on her own. And it just, you know, her standards for us, and, you know, it just, you know, I try to live up to that. And, you know, my, me, myself, you know, I just, you know, I take pride in, you know, my character. I take pride in how I conduct myself, you know. Um, so from that point on, you know, I just, you know, you always have someone looking at you, you know, you know, don't know who it is, but, you know, you just got to always conduct yourself, um, you know, ask someone, you looking at someone watching you. So that's just my mindset, you know, every every day, every especially walking into this building, you know, I'm here, you know, just conduct myself like I want to, you know, a future job here. So, man, that's just how I conduct myself, how I carry myself, like, you know, for the future, basically what I'm saying. We're talking to Jeffrey Simmons, the rookie defensive lineman for the Tennessee Titans. And, Jeffrey, uh, two of the people you're talking to have been through the ACL uh, reconstruction here, so we, we have a little bit of a feel for what you've gone through. <laughs> yeah. But I, I want to ask you just the, the mindset you have to have, because you worked your, your way back. There were a lot of people saying at the beginning of the season, I'm not sure if he's going to be able to come back and help them. You clearly are doing that. So you must have really had the right mentality every day in that physical therapy. So, so tell me how you approach that. Oh, that's that's just the way, you know, like I said, um, how I conduct myself, you know. My mom always taught us, you know, you have to work what you want. And what I wanted was to get back on the field because that's what I, the thing that sucked the most was not being able to play football. So you know, every time I wake, woke up, wake up in the morning, you know, I woke up, like, you know, with a mindset that, you know, I have to, you know, it's one day step. One uh, step closer to getting on the field and, you know, just be better than I was yesterday. And that was my mindset. And like I said, um, basically that whole process was mentally. And like I said, I just – I was mentally strong through the whole thing. You, uh, earlier in the game, had a sack. It was the first time you really just jumped off the screen at us and, hey, here's Jeffrey (laughs) Simmons. He's arrived. You must have had that great satisfaction of that first big play. I could tell also – how excited your teammates were for you. What was that moment like? It was just one of the moments that, you know, it's finally here. You know, I'm finally playing football again. And, you know, especially with my teammates' excitement, and, you know, it was just, you know, I felt even better, you know, seeing them, you know, so happy for me that I made that sack, you know, made a play. I said, um, props to Daquan, you know, we had a game on, you know, we ran a perfect game, and I looped around. And just the excitement from all the guys, you know, that just made me even, you know, feel better about myself, you know, being back on the field. And, you know, I just, you know, from that point on, you know, I just got to keep making them type of plays, you know, to help the defense win and help the team win them in the game. Now now there's that week-in and week-out preparation, physically, mentally, et cetera. I heard Mike Frabel say this when when they asked about you at the press conference on Monday, after the win on Sunday. He said, the good news for me is that Jeffrey seems like he feels better after this game than he did after the first game. 
And I, I think he's a guy that's been through that. He knows that it's tough to jump in midstream. So how important is it going to be for you to maybe to stay as sharp as you can so you can sustain this throughout? Like I said, just, it's, that's, I, I guess, you know, that's the reason why we play e-game. It's the reason why we have practice every week. You know, we just got to keep getting better and take the coaching. You know, I'm, a, I'm big on that, you know, trying to learn more football as, as I get older. You know, as I play this game, you know, you have to actually learn from other people. You have to take the coaching and, you know, that's, why, that's what I'm, you know, expecting to do. That's what, um, you know, I, I'm sure the coaches expect me to do that, you know. You know. I feel like I have a lot more left, um, especially, you know, just coming and helping this team win. So I feel like I just got to, you know, keep getting better so I can help this team win more games. Jeffrey Simmons is with us here on Darren Donick and Chase. And I, I've heard people, uh, players on the defense say this, that if you know the Dean Pease defense, it's a lot of fun for you. If you don't know the Dean Pease defense – it's not. It's a. It's a lot of work. How have you been able, with missing time, you know, training camp, and then coming in just a couple of weeks ago, been able to keep up with everything? And it seems like that you have grasped this defense that wow. Dean Pease has put together. That's the whole thing, you know. Especially during the, um, this recovery process, you know, I had to. I was in every meeting, you know. I was going to every walkthrough, you know, watching, you know, paying attention from from the far, you know. And um, you know, I was always active in the meeting, you know, asking questions, you know. Coach Sheenham asking me questions, so you know it's one of the things that you know, you know after as that recovery process was going, you know I, I'm sure they knew that I was getting close to time to actually practice, so that's when I started getting more and more engaged, you know. So that's that helped a lot, you know, being able to walk through, you know, and actually see in the meeting room what the coaches want. So, how cool has it been for you to be able to lean on guys like a Jarrell Casey or? Wesley Woodyard, other of the, the veteran members of this defense, and be able to, to pick some things out of their brains, of not only about this defense, but about playing in the NFL? I mean, that just, I feel like that's one of the, you know, pros about, you know, having guys like that, you know, Wesley and um, Jarrell, you know, some guys who actually played this game a long time, you know, just getting, you know, some stuff from them, especially Jarrell that play, plays my position, you know, he always, you know, if, know, telling me this and that. So it's like, you know, having him in the same D-line room as me, you know, playing all these years is very helpful. Um, and then you just have a, a great leader like Wesley who, you know, don't always try to get everything out of you. So, I mean, it just – I feel like it's one of the things that it's an honor to have them type of guys around you and on the same team as you. Jeffrey, I'm just going to put the bug in your ear as we wrap this up. I'm not trying to make your plans for you, but your bye week, your off week – uh, Mississippi State's got a home game against Alabama, so you might want to look into that. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I'm probably I'll probably be there. Um, you know, I'm expecting you know them to try to actually win the game. You know, not to back down. You know, that's something that we take pride in, not to back down for no one. So, especially you know, Mississippi State always been an underdog. So, I mean, just one of the things we just gotta go with that mentality. You know, not backing down for no one. So. I like it. Hey, good to talk to you for the first time. Good job. Go to Charlotte, get a win, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. Yes, sir. Tighten up. All right. That is Jeffrey Simmons. Big Jeff. Man, it's hard to believe the impact he's already made in two weeks. You can two tell, games. You can tell how much the coaching staff and the players like him. Everything yeah. you, know? you hear, just you hear it right there. I mean, I they like him. I And it, they see that he's. it looks like he's got a little something special. Oh, right? absolutely. It, you know, you heard Albert Hainsworth last week talking about him and just mm-hmm. you know having a glowing endorsement and then i brought up to dan mullen in sec media days i asked him about jeffrey simmons and he lit up 
I mean, he was talking about the Florida Gators, and like I asked him about a former player at Mississippi State, and I mean, he lit up and gave a two and a half, three minute answer. So I think everything that we've heard is is definitely true. By the way, the Chiefs Titans game, November tenth, CBS has confirmed that will be called by Jim Nance and Tony Romo, and I'm assuming the big dogs. They think Patrick Mahomes will be back in the mix. Yeah, that's the second time this year the Titans will have yep. Nance and Romo. Well, they did the Cleveland game, right? Yep. All right. But they'll be here. Yeah. All right, we will come back. Good stuff from Jeffrey Simmons. Come back, kick off the third hour with Tim Hasselback. We do that next on Darren Donick and Chase, ESPN 1025 The Game.